Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast today as we are covering from Derek Prince's book, They Shall Expel Demons, How to Prepare for Deliverance, What Steps Are. And he has listed several out and we're going to talk about them and kind of go through and I, I hope to give you the ways and ideas of how you can integrate these things into your own life because all of our lives are different. So hopefully you can take this information and integrate those pieces into your own life so that you can also walk free because that's, you know, real important. One of the first steps that he talks about is being able to come humble. We talked about the power of truth and he talked about that pride is one of our biggest hindrances to being able to be free. Maybe you've walked with the Lord for a long time and you don't think that you should have anything that you need to fight with or that you are fighting with, or you think it's preposterous or you don't want to admit. Maybe you're a teacher or Bible teacher or something, and you don't want to admit that you have things that you need to get prayer over. So pride will absolutely keep you from getting free. And I know this firsthand when I was much, much younger, I was we were picking our girls up from camp and it was on a Saturday and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Just this spirit of lust just came on me and I was fighting tooth and nail with this demon. I was pulling out all the stops. I couldn't figure out what was going on. And it was a Saturday, and um, I went Sunday night to church, and I had been fighting this thing forever. And it would get better and get worse, get better, get worse, and I could not figure out what was going on. And I went down to the front for prayer. It was long time at the Christian Center, we would often gather in front in the prayer. And so everybody was down there. And Pastor Tim was just going around touching everybody on the head and praying a little prayer. And and I was like, Jesus, I got to get free from this thing. I don't know what this thing is. And he came over to me and touched my head and he started walking off. And I grabbed his hand and I said, you got to pray against the spirit. You got to get the spirit off me. And I said, you got to get the spirit of lust off of me. And as soon as I said it, it fled. It left, gone. And I was like, dang, what was, what was that? I had been fighting tooth and nail. And when that, when that spirit is like full-blown going, it, you could lust after a tree. I could not figure out what was going on. And... Um, I realized after just, just kind of stopping for a little bit, you know, what? I didn't want, ooh, you don't want anybody knowing the secret that this is what you're really fighting. 
But I was so desperate, to, and Jesus made it so that I was desperate to get rid of this thing, that I was willing to tell Pastor Tim, you got to get, you got to get this off of me. And after I said that, he didn't really need to pray for it because it left. It was gone because my pride was holding it in. So my, my pride of the secret was what was causing me to keep this thing. And as soon as I was able to admit and to say, I got to get rid of this, but Jesus is so loving and so kind. He made me so miserable that I was willing to get over my pride to say, this has got to go. And of course, much later in working in different prayer groups, you know, we go through and we, you know, we prayed doors that it would come in that came in for my dad and my family when I was way young with uh, pornography being in our house. And I was able to go back, you know, and close the door so make sure, you know, that I didn't ever want that thing to come back and visit me ever. It was horrendous. But I got desperate enough that I was willing to be truthful, to be honest, and to get rid of it. And I have found that people come into my office and they want to get free of a particular issue. But they sort of want to get free sometimes. Not everyone, but sometimes there's, they want to, they just want me to pray the prayer and for it to all go away. But yet, there's still a part of them that kind of likes what the Spirit is doing. And I've had it with several different kinds of issues. And there's no getting rid of a demon if you like it. If you like it enough that you're not willing you know it's a sin, and you know, Jesus, I'm sorry, I repent, but there's still that part of you that goes back and back and back to it because there's a part of you that wants that feeling. I find this a lot with eating disorders. They don't want to get rid of the demon completely. They want free, but their fear is if they're free from the eating disorder, then they're going to get fat. So that that fear is keeping that spirit attached to them. It's attached and it's not going to go because there's that fear is holding it in. So there's times you have to go after the fear in order for you to let go. Sometimes it's pornography. You know, I had a lady that came in and wanted me to help her get free and figure out all the things and all the things that I was suggesting and all the things that I was saying, you know, well, I've done that and I've done that and I can't do that and I can't do that. And there was, there was a roadblock every time I turned. And, and it, then after like three sessions, I was like, this lady doesn't really want to get rid of that spirit. There's something inside of her that still wants it. Because when you're in that place that I was in, the miserability was so ginormous there's no way I was keeping that spirit. By that time, I was willing to tell Pastor Tim, and you know, now I'm like, you ain't ever going to be a secret, ever, because you are not ever coming back into my life. And there's some of you right now that have that spirit of lust, and it, it manifests in, in many different ways. It doesn't mean that you're out there having uh, inappropriate relationships all the time. That's just not. This spirit works in many, many ways. So, 
Don't be ashamed of whatever it is that you're fighting, whatever it is that is tormenting you. And if it's, if it's not tormenting you enough, ask Jesus to make it bad enough where you want to get rid of it completely, totally, wholeheartedly. I'm over this thing. I am over it. Because sometimes getting rid of pornography is hard because there is a certain pleasure to it that you don't want to let go of. And you could get prayer until you are anointed, slick as a pig, and you are going to have that demon. You have to get to that place where you are willing and desperate and needing. You know, that woman who had the issue of blood, who, who went through the crowd, she wasn't supposed to. She pushed her way through that crowd, desperate to touch the hem of his garment, not even to talk to him. If I could just touch the hem, I will be healed. She was desperate, desperate and went after Jesus and was healed. So I'm telling you, if there's something you're fighting with, maybe you're fighting with loneliness, yet you're not willing to take the steps that you know you need to take that Jesus told you to take, because maybe there's a certain comfortability in loneliness. You don't have to be involved with people, right? You don't have to listen to people. You don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be like put out with people and put up with, you know, because people, we are messy. We're messy people. We are emotionally, spiritually, we're just messy people. And, you know, sometimes loneliness helps protect you so you don't have to deal with that. And you can just wallow around in your loneliness. You know, Jesus doesn't want you to be there. There's no reason. doesn't mean that we don't have moments of alone time, of time that we are alone. Loneliness is a completely different feeling and a completely different spirit of what's going on. There's a spirit attached to it. So it doesn't matter when you're with people. There's still this lingering effect of feeling so alone. Like nobody can reach you, and you can't reach anybody. And even Jesus has a hard time reaching you, and you can't reach Jesus. That loneliness spirit is slowly but surely wanting to separate you because it's the very opposite of what Jesus said to do. Do not forsake your gathering together, one with another, lifting each other with praise and psalms and thanksgiving. Don't forsake gathering together. Forget, he wants you to be together, ministering to each other, encouraging each other when we're going through our times or going through struggles. So that loneliness is pulling you completely away from there, away so that you can't have the word that you need to have in the body of Christ. So get to that place if you're brave enough to ask Jesus to help you be miserable enough and to help you to hate the sin because then you will not there won't be any part of you that wants to keep it the time I got to that place because I didn't know it it hit me out of the blue I didn't know what was going on and how it manifested in my life it 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 was nobody would ever have said that oh you've got a spirit of lust nobody would have ever said that but when it when it hit oh my goodness gracious Jesus Lord and it was a family type curse and I tell you, I was desperate. And when people come in and they are desperate, I have seen the miracle of God 
work. I just just think, you know, I just have the best job in the world. I get to see Jesus do incredible things that I never would have thought that he would have done for people. It's amazing the things that he does and the things that he says and the things that he shows people. But you have to be in that place ready to let go of it. So I encourage you today, dig deep in that place and tell that spirit, no, you're, you don't have a place in me any longer. You are making me miserable. And get really miserable and fed up with that thing so that you can get free. Begin to speak the truth into your spirit, into your soul. Begin to speak what the truth is. And begin to seek that freedom. Get desperate. Don't let pride hold it in there. I hope that this has helped you. I hope that you can integrate these steps into your life. You are not the only one struggling. There are many that are struggling. Don't stay stuck. Don't. Be willing to get free. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.